Don't forget to follow us on Facebook at Doug Tyrrell History and Comment. Hello, friends. I'm Doug Tyrrell. This is History and Comment for Thursday, the 23rd day of February, 2023. Johann Gutenberg publishes his Bible in 1455, considered to be the first Western book printed with movable type. Printing type is an item that may need some explanation. For nearly 500 years, printing was accomplished by applying ink to a raised surface of each letter and then pressing that onto paper. Gutenberg created pieces of type, each containing a single letter. These could be set up in the proper order and the page printed. The letters or type could be reused. The Bible was printed four pages to a printed sheet, two pages on each side. The four pages would include roughly 10,000 characters or pieces of type. How many copies were printed is not known. The numbers believed to be between 150 and 200. 21 complete copies have survived and portions of another 16. The powers that be in France began another holy war against French Huguenots in 1574. That's a nice way of saying this was another Catholic versus Protestant skirmish. What is a strategic technology has changed greatly over time. In 1813, the first U.S. mill to convert raw cotton into cloth is opened in Waltham, Massachusetts. The earliest mills were in England, and the British were not keen on letting the details out. The siege of the Alamo mission begins in 1836. It will last for 13 days and end with a famous battle. The Mexican army was under the command of General Santillana. While the Alamo became a massacre of the Texans, the U.S. will defeat Santillana 11 years to the day later as part of the Mexican War. President-elect Lincoln arrives in Washington, D.C. in secrecy in 1861. His train had to pass through Baltimore, and there was a plot there to kill the northern president. The point to keep in mind is, a civil war is anything but civil. The first samples of aluminum are produced by electrolysis after several years of intensive work. Aluminum is fairly common in nature, but the ore called bauxite cannot be refined into metal by simply heating it with a flux like many metals can. It must have the aluminum extracted by chemical methods and the resulting aluminum oxide then heated to extreme temperatures to produce pure liquid metal. The London Times is the first to publish a classified ad in 1886. The confection of heavy sugars and chocolate that we know as the Tootsie Roll is introduced in 1896. Maybe it's a function of the times, but it's interesting to read the stories of how popular products today, especially candies, start out in small batches in local confectionery shops. One description places the Tootsie Roll somewhere between a caramel and a taffy. That would be a fair description. Tootsie Rolls do not have as much milk as a caramel and are not pulled as much as a taffy. Cuba, having recently gained independence from Spain, agrees to lease Guantanamo Bay to the United States in perpetuity for the use as a naval base. The U.S. had sided with Cuba, and it might be considered a payment. At the very least, the island nation liked the idea of the U.S. being at least friendly. Over 50 years, this was fine, until the Cuban Revolution that brought Castro to power and turned on the United States. Today, we still maintain the base there. I've heard a few sea stories from folks stationed there. The idea of siding with a more powerful country is often considered a good thing. The next year, 
Korea, then a single country, which had been occupied by Japan, signs a treaty to become a protectorate. But not all is rosy. The two peoples did not get along very well. On the same day, the U.S. acquires control of the Panama Canal Zone for $10 million. We have talked about benevolent clubs. There is another type, service clubs. The first benefits its members, the latter benefits others. The first one, the Rotary Club, is formed in Chicago in 1905. The Post Office Department took an early interest in airplanes to carry the mail. The first transcontinental airmail flight to fly both during the day and night arrives in New York City in 1921. Night flying was a major issue in the days when instruments and navigation aids were crude, if available at all. The post office worked to overcome this. The first transcontinental service was a mix of rail during the night and flights during the day. That combination cut the travel time by almost a day over pure rail service. During World War II, Japanese submarines fire artillery shells at the U.S. coast near Santa Barbara, California. That is 1942. Three years later, the famous flag raising takes place on Mount Suribachi. You know it by the island name Iwo Jima. That event was on day four of a five-week battle for the small island. American forces had the Japanese outnumbered nearly five to one, and they fought almost to the last man. Out of a force of over 21,000, only 217 were captured, and an estimated 3,000 were holed up in caves, a casualty rate approaching 90%. Some military folks argue the island was not worth the effort. Its only strategic benefit was a runway that saw little use by the United States. What folks do not want to mention when pointing out the carnage at Hiroshima and Nagasaki is the U.S. Army had seen the toll the Japanese would pay to hold ground against superior forces. A ground attack on the Japanese mainland would have been long and bloody for both sides. Even after two nuclear bombs were dropped, some of the generals did not want to surrender and attempted a coup just days before. Another staggering fact is the comparison of Japanese casualties versus United States for the entire Pacific War. It's nearly 15 to 1 in favor of the United States. The first mass inoculation of children against polio begins in Pittsburgh in 1954. During the Iran hostage crisis in 1980, Supreme Leader Ayatollah Khomeini said the Iranian parliament will decide the fate of the American embassy hostages. Of course, they were released after 440 days of captivity. The largest travesty of the whole affair was that civilized nations recognize that embassies and their staff are largely off-limits. The EPA announces its intent to buy out and evacuate Times Beach, Missouri in 1984. The story there goes back 20 years earlier and is rife with mishandling of chemical waste. Goaltender Patrick Waugh makes his NHL debut in 1985, considered one of the top NHL players at any position, and especially as a goalie, the name is French and spelled R-O-Y. A few days ago, I was reminded of some thoughts I had on one of the gun attacks at a school, and we've had a couple more this week. There are a few points to keep in mind. Rules and laws have little, if any, effect when a person is intent on doing bad things. Further, if the person is willing or wants to die, even deadly force is of limited effect in prevention. I have a solution 
but the left side of this discussion disagrees with me on all counts. Number one, more government is not the answer. Number two, all human life is sacred. Number three, the only effective gun control is using two hands, a proper grip, and stance. Number four, it's morality, stupid. Number five, our cultural diet of guns, violence, and mayhem in all forms of media is not unrelated. Number six, Hollywood and the left are hypocritical. Number seven, we know what Mark Twain said about statistics. However, if we consider a graduating class of 100 students, for an example, then on average, 24 of their peers were killed by abortion. Why is it that the people making the most political hay of gun violence are also the same people who refuse to discuss any measure to limit or restrict the killing of the unborn? Why is it a national crisis when there's a school shooting that kills 5 or 10 in a school of 400, when abortion already killed a 100 of them? Now, do not get me wrong and reread number two. All human life is sacred. The whole affair is a moral issue, where the left of this country have worked for the past six decades to isolate kids from any mention of morals and self-restraint in favor of a message of you have no purpose or do anything that feels right. We have outlawed the mention of God while encouraging sexual experimentation. We cannot mention moral authority outside of government and at the same time promoting that government is the answer to all problems. Government is little more than scary men in black suits with big guns forcing you to do their will. We have destroyed the idea of self-worth. If you consider that the original American ideal was that a man was created at the pleasure and service of an omnipotent God, man had a moral obligation to serve God. Government was here to serve the individual. We have turned that completely 180 degrees. Today, government or society is supreme, and the individual is here for no purpose but to serve as a worker bee for society. And you wonder why we have violence and depression. We would do well to dump the left and look to the revival in Kentucky. That, folks, is a more workable solution. That's history and comment for the 23rd day of February. I'm Doug Tyrrell. Now go do something worth remembering.